Hi guys, and welcome to the Blue Sky Lounge, the podcast where you become an Imagineer right from the comfort of your own armchair. My name is Tyler Anko, and this week is episode 18. Now, if this is your first time listening or watching the show, welcome. Go back and listen or view our past shows on YouTube. You can also subscribe to our show any place that you can download podcasts or on YouTube. And if you're looking for more information, head on over to our website, www.thebluskyloungepodcast.com. Our topic this week is The Great Movie Ride, and our guest this week is Gemma. She's a former cast member of this historic attraction, and we're going to discuss what we would have liked to have seen if the attraction were still around. Please welcome Gemma to the show. All right, folks. Well, today we have Gemma with us. Gemma, how are you doing today? Hi, I'm good, thank you. How are you? Very well, thank you. All right, uh, so our topic is The Great Movie Ride, hence why you're here. Um, I, I love the, the story that you have with Disney and everything like that, so I'm very uh, much looking forward to us chatting again and, and talking about other things, but let's talk about The Great Movie Ride for now. Um, so you were there on a six-month program, you said, yes. and we were talking earlier um, before we went live, and you were saying that it's about a week-long training. So, so The Great Movie Ride is, is sadly gone, no more. Um, because it's not there anymore, are there any kind of fun secrets or spoilers that you could tell us that uh, a lot of people might not know? Um, well, there was, they have like, I think it's the only, this is where I have to go back into my memory now. It has um, the only hidden mini on Walt Disney World property. Okay. Um, that was on the loading dock. Yeah. Um, obviously the Hollywood um, facade, there was like a group of trees okay. and a really small profile of Minnie Mouse. Okay. So you could see like her nose and her ears and you could tell that she had like a bow on. Yeah. So it had the only um, hidden Minnie. Yeah. Um, you could um, actually at night when, you know, all the guests had gone, if you were very lucky, you could sometimes maybe take pictures with um, some of the scenes. Ooh maybe weren't supposed to <laughs> so yeah if on a night if you were lucky you could play kind of like hide and seek with the maintenance bay and like <laughs> there's a picture of me somewhere next to gene kelly i can't find it right? i tried That's to find funny. it i can't find it but yeah there's a picture of me with a uh, gene kelly <laughs> um and then when your vehicle gets taken over and you go into um Anubis and the gangster or your bandit goes up the stairs. Mm -hmm. There's actually a really tiny button that yeah. um, the gangster or the cowboy presses, and that's how all the smoke is activated. Okay. So as they walked up the stairs, you would see them always put their hand on the wall. Yeah. That would activate the like the halt unbeliever, and yeah. then that would activate the smoke. Yeah. And then the actual um, where the where the jewel is above, it's actually a revolving door. Mm-hmm. So what would happen is that smoke would come up and then your gangster or cowboy would go through that revolving door, turn it, and then obviously you'd have the skeleton. Cool. So, um, oh, there was lots. <laughs> Excellent. I need to ask you about the catwalk above the alien scene. Do you know what? I never actually went up there. Okay. There's, yeah, there's all like, I think it tends to be like the gangsters and the cowboys that could get access to that. And I was only there for six months, so unfortunately, I never got to go in the catwalks. Okay. But, um, yeah, there's one above um, Gangster, and there's also one above, like, Tarzan as well. Okay. So, 
the way what happens was that you were on dock and then you went through this door and then there's like a really long corridor that yeah. went past um, something called the handprint hallway. I think people may have heard of this when it was all getting demolished and it was getting redone. Yeah. So once you passed your training, you would put your handprint on the wall. Okay. Um, so all along the corridor was just these handprints of former movie riders. Yeah. And then there was these stairs that took you up to where the gangsters and the um, bandits would kind of hang out. Um, and then, yeah, the catwalk, you get access to the catwalk up there. Yeah. Unfortunately, I never got to go on the catwalk. Oh, that's sad. I know. <laughs> like, when I was working at safaris, we were, even though we were there for six months, we were trained on every position there. Um, the, the gangsters and the cowboys were trained separately, is kind of what you're saying, and they... They didn't um, do other positions around the, the ride as well. They were just kind of those. They, they did. Um, but the way that it worked was that you did like um, what was called like the land position and the tour guide positions. Yeah. So you did that for so long. Okay. Um, and then you got asked if you wanted to be trained as a gangster or a cowboy. Okay. Being there for six months. Yeah. So sometimes they would get put, you know, um, as like a tour guide. But a yeah. lot of the time it would be... Um, put as a gangster or a cowboy, but you had to make sure that you had a shift. I think it was every six months to keep yeah. your proficiencies. Yeah. Um, but sometimes in a day, you could have like four to six gangsters and cowboys, you know, on a on a loop. Yeah. Um, I did ask to get trained, but I wasn't there long enough. Yeah. Um, when I was there, there was a lad there who had been at the ride. He was doing a year program. He was from the UK and he'd done six months at the ride already. And he yeah. was actually the first British person that ever got trained as a um, gangster and a cowboy. Really? Um, I think a lot of people questioned his um, accent when he was supposed to be, you know, like from Boston or, you know, from the West. But yeah, he was, I think he was the first ever international um, CP that got trained. As That's a cool. Cowboy. Yeah, right. Um there's foreigner mob bosses and foreigners that came over during like the wild west why wouldn't there be a... i i get it <laughs> there's foreigner mob bosses and foreigners that came over during like the wild west why wouldn't there be a... i i get it <laughs> I, it, it was very i think he was ga i think gangster he got away with his accent more yeah i think a lot of the time a, a gangster that would but be yeah. great. Well, some people were a bit like, "Oh, his his accent. What's he supposed to be? Where's supposed to be from? Boston, Jersey? Like what?" Is <laughs> like, That's uh. awesome. <laughs> Very cool. Um, what was your favorite position to have when you were there? I'm assuming tour guide. Apart from tour guide, tour guide was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, I liked loading the vehicles. Yeah. That was a lot of fun especially when it was busy yeah. and you know trying to get everybody on it was it was sometimes you know you'd, you'd all try and beat each other with how many people you could fit in a row yeah but sometimes you'd be like i could squeeze a few more people yeah. down um so yeah that i i loved loading people yeah. that was a lot of fun Excellent. especially at night when because normally you'd have two people loading they would yeah. drop a position and then you'd have to try and load if you had two vehicles on you'd have to try and load two vehicles yeah so you have a little competition with yourself and the and the music that kind of indicates yeah the tour guide is getting ready to start yeah excellent and i'm assuming at like the end of the day you probably have to like walk the track and make sure everything is is kind of yeah. still good 
yeah so um obviously you know the doors were shut you'd have to go down if you were um an usher that would like stand at the top of you would have to go and put all the ropes down if anybody knows the queue for the movie ride yeah up and down yeah the night we used to have to drop all of those ropes um yeah and then somebody would walk the track with you know your dustpan and broom and make sure that um you know there's no rubbish on the track yeah because that um especially if it's on like we were talking about earlier the ride vehicles were on like a set path yeah but they were kind of by magnets so if there was rubbish on the track it could make the vehicle go off track yeah and then obviously it wouldn't work you'd have to get maintenance so somebody would be going around with a dustpan and brush yeah and then all of the vehicles were left in set spots overnight oh, okay over run kind of like battery operated so they yeah. would have to be set in certain spots yeah and they would be on charger plates yeah so so then once you your vehicle was empty you would be sent off to go and leave your vehicle in a certain scene yeah. and then it would spend the rest of the night whilst it charged okay what was your favorite scene when you were working there to, to like go through or interact with oh See, sometimes uh, it would it would depend on which gangster or cowboy you had. Okay. That would be a lot of fun. I once had four cowboys. Um, yeah. <laughs> we, we, to be honest, we had a lot of fun. Yeah. And when I was there, there was quite a bit of ad-libbing. Yeah. And um, that wasn't really supposed to be, you know, you'd make sure the managers weren't on your vehicle and doing like a, a show spot check. Yeah. But yeah, I once had four cowboys come out and I, I i was just like what is going on and they were like <laughs> we're gonna take you back there we're gonna tie you up i was like what and they just threw me in the store and i just looked at them and i was like what earth is going on so that was you know if you had people on that just wanted to have fun you yeah. know that that was always fun and then when we used to get to anubis um you know, a lot of the times it was like, oh, take a look at that hunk of load of junk or something. And, and if I was somebody's tour guide, a lot of the time they'd say, get a load of that gem. Yeah. So that always fun. So, you know, you'd be standing there in this robe. No one knows it's you and you'd start giggling and you'd yeah. have to try and like, keep yeah. it. Um, and then Wizard of Oz was fun as well. Because yeah. like, you've gone from this really dark scene of Fantasia and then it just opens up into this colour. Yeah. And you could see people like, wow. And... You know, getting to interact with the witch was quite fun as was quite fun as well. Apart yeah, from right. when her head was nearly coming off one day. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so she was like not really staring at anybody. She was like her head was like this and her arm was going like this. That's funny. <laughs> so you'd just be looking at the guests like you just carried on. Yeah. Um, but yeah. <laughs> so the, the ride vehicles go along the track and they follow a magnet, magnetic track. Yeah. There was a steering wheel in the vehicle, if I remember right. Yeah. Was that just for show? Yes and yes and no. Okay. So when the vehicles were going, um, when you were having a live show, that was just for show. Okay. Um, at, to be fair, when you when you first you know you're first doing shows, you can't really you know do your spiel as well as because you also had a little lever that you know um did the speed of yeah the vehicle. and depending 
on whether you were the front vehicle was the A vehicle and the back vehicle was the B vehicle. So depending on what vehicle you were in, you would have to change your speed. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when you're new, you can't think about pressing the speeling button and doing the speeds and speeling and, and yeah. everything. Um, but the more experienced tour guide would use the steering wheel. Okay. But if the vehicle went off track, yeah. that is when the steering wheel actually came into use. So you would use it to steer it. Gotcha. Because um, if for some reason it wouldn't connect back onto the track, you would have to use the maintenance guys would come and use the yeah. steering wheel to kind okay. of drive back to the maintenance bay. Okay. Interesting. I always wondered this. Um, when the gangster or the cowboy comes on and takes over your your ride vehicle yeah you as the tour guide go into a store or something backstage how is it like do you just go from straight from there to the anubis seat and you just kind of wait your turn or do you kind of like follow it along the track like behind backstage or what how, how how do you get from a to b kind of thing so the vehicles are quite slow yeah so Generally, I think it was generally had about five minutes to get yeah. to your, to get to um, Anubis. So in Gangster, you go down the stairs mm-hmm. and then you go around the corner and up some more stairs. I got very fit working at the minute. Right? <laughs> there are so many stairs backstage. I got so fit that six months. Um, so you go up some stairs and then you go down a corridor and then you would be backstage at Anubis. Okay. So if there was nobody there waiting, you knew that your vehicle was next. Okay. So a lot of the time you would kind of put the robes on and you would just sit on the rock and chill yeah. while you're waiting for your vehicle. Yeah. Because uh, you could tend to hear the um, the gangster coming when they're yeah. an alien and then they go into Indiana Jones. So you could yeah. hear them coming and then you know to get ready. Um, and in, if you banned it, you know, they just, you just go upstairs, you go through the doors, you'd have to go one side, wait for the doors to swing so you can run through and yeah. then you go up some stairs and you were pretty much in the same place. Okay. Um, if somebody was in front of you, you could see when their vehicle left the scene without yeah. having to go on the stage. So then you knew that it was your turn. Okay. Cool. And if there, was a few, if there was a few people there, you knew that something had gone wrong on the ride. Oh no. <laughs> you know, if you got there and there was like three people, you'd be like, well, something's not right. That's funny. So you worked there for six months. You you know that ride inside and out, I'm sure. What scenes would you have taken out of the ride and put in a different movie scene from any movie? Like what, what would be the one or e- even two or three scenes that you would want to see put into the great movie ride instead of the scenes that were already there? It's such a shame that they closed it. I think there's so many things that they could have done. I actually went on, um, have you heard of Adventures by Disney? Yeah. Yeah. So we we did the Southern California one, the three-day one. Yeah. You got to go to Imagineering. And I actually went up to the Imagineers and I was like, why are you getting rid of Movie Ride? I actually said, I was like, why are, you, why are you getting rid of Movie Ride? I was like, I'm a former movie writer. Why are you getting rid of it? And the guy just looked at me. You know, this is an Imagineer. And he was like, well, we're trying to do it now that, like, you're in, rather than, you know, you're a spectator looking into movies, yeah. you're going to be part of movies. Yeah. Like, you just can't get rid of it. I was like, no, what, why? No, why? No. That's awesome. But there's so much they could have done to it. It's, yeah. It is shame do you know what scene the, the scene that 
I always thought was a bit disappointing. Well, not disappointing, because I, I loved that ride, but it was kind of, you had these specific scenes pretty much all the way through mm-hmm. with these specific actors, even if it was just linked to the genre, you'd have specific actors. Yeah. And I always thought when you came out of Anubis and went into like the monster section, yeah. I always felt a bit like, hmm, have they just thrown this in? Because, you know, all it is is just a bunch of mummies. Like, yeah. <laughs> And I never really felt like it quite fit in with the flow of it. Yeah. Um, it just didn't, you know, you didn't have any actors with it. It was, it, you know, I know it was like you had the musical genre and you had like the gangster yeah. and the West, but it didn't really link in with anything. I kind yeah. of always just put in there to kind of yeah. do the transition before you went into Tarzan. Yeah. Um, so that one, and also a lot of people, the whole thing with Tarzan, um, the, the spiel was, um, no, it's not George of the Jungle, but I actually did once have a little girl think it was George of the Jungle. <laughs> so I, I said, um, I finished my spiel and I was about to say, no, it's not George of the Jungle, but this little girl did actually go, it's George of the Jungle. And I was like, <laughs> this sounds awful now. Like I'm calling out this child. <laughs> right. Like, no, it's not George. <laughs> but it was actually part of my script. That's funny. It felt really bad. That was, it was funny, but... Um, I think people enjoyed Tarzan, but I think it's not really like a classic classic, mm-hmm. like all the best of the things. Yeah. Um, so I always felt that one needed updating a yeah. little bit as well. Like, it, again, it didn't quite fit in yeah. with the rest of the ride. Yeah. But definitely the mummy scene. That was yeah. Just... <laughs> I think uh, my one of mine that I always wanted to change was Starlight Parade, the very, like the very first one. Footlight Parade. Yeah, sorry, Footlight Parade. Um, yeah. And I just that like... Used to, that used to spin. Uh, yeah. That used to spin and everything. I don't remember it spinning. But Neither it do I. Um, and I think if they could have got it spinning again, but I think if something to do with they had water and it like affected the animatronics. Yeah. I think that wasn't quite a... But yeah, it is the first thing. It's spectacular, but a bit... Yeah. Boring. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But like that one, if if they could have gotten it spinning again, that would have been a lot more fun. Um, but yeah, I always found it kind of, kind of be like you said, like a bit boring. Um, yeah. Tarzan was always it looked really interesting, mm. but it looked old. Yes. So I I would definitely want to see like a would have liked to see like an update of that one. Um, Aliens was like, sorry. Go ahead. Did- Especially as they did the Disney movie. Yeah. You know, a lot of people now, especially Disney fans, aren't going to associate Johnny Weissmuller as Tarzan. You know, you're going to yeah. be Tarzan from the Disney movie Tarzan. Yeah. yeah. And I think a lot of probably children that would have seen the Disney one would be like, well, this isn't Tarzan. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the older older people would know it as Johnny Weissmuller, but, yeah. you know, I don't really know who Johnny Weissmuller was before yeah. I watched the movie. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I, when, so... When I worked at Safaris, like obviously you have a script that you have to follow and everything, um, but there were times, to, especially towards the end of the day, like when I would have a like not very full truck, it might be one or two families. And the nice thing about Safaris is like it's rewritable because the, the animals are never in the same spot and everything like that. So you might ask the family is like have you guys ever been on safaris before and they'll say yeah we've been on lots of times and then it's like okay like do you guys want to have like 
the Disney safari, or do you want me to tell you about safaris from a cast member perspective? And they always would say cast member perspective. And they want to, they, they, it's not like they don't want to have the magic spoiled, but they want to know like some of the cool facts about safaris. Yeah, they're like diehard fans. Like, yeah, right? So, they want to know things. is there, was there ever any times like that on Great Movie Ride as well, where you might have like a, an almost empty car? Could you like turn off the spiel and like just kind of like go off script or? I actually, from what I can remember, I only actually did that once. Mm -hmm. um, towards the end, they tried, if, if they, when the front usher that used to stand at the podium before you went through the doors, yeah. they would kind of um, get a feel for how many people there are, because really you weren't supposed to send, if you couldn't fill up more than half the vehicle, it was like, don't send it. Okay. So you would never really send like a dead vehicle. I did have like quite an empty vehicle once and they yeah. were like can you tell us stuff and I was like yeah that's fine but I'm gonna have to do the spiel on dark and when we get to a gangster I'm gonna have to do that as well and they were like yeah yeah that's fine yeah so I did like the proper spiel on dark and then when we got around the corner I was just like right okay so so then I just like started talking to them but they had like the proper gangster show yeah um, so then you know the whole thing in Anubis and then I just kind of carried on talking to them yeah things and showing them things um but a lot of the times you would get um like a manager would watch your show yeah so you like show assessed yeah um so you couldn't really do it a lot of the time you couldn't really ad lib you know like yeah. i think they on jungle cruise you couldn't really ad lib yeah especially in um the wizard of oz scene you yeah. had to be word for word perfect because yeah. of copyright reasons okay um, I know once one of my friends got show assessed and I think she said like one or two words slightly yeah. wrong and the manager afterwards was like you need to say it word for word because if somebody from I mean I don't know if this is true but something along the lines of if MGM come and they hear you not saying the words correctly yeah. you know we could be, I don't know if he said we could be sued or something oh my goodness like you know we've got the rights for a lot of the you know especially for the Wizard of Oz when you're interacting yeah. with the we had yeah. to make sure on script yeah yeah I, I, there's so much about this ride that I love it was always just so much fun to go on and and interact with everybody in there and like especially like in the queue seeing like all the different costumes and stuff that changed out so often that was always so much fun too yeah um seeing all of that um yeah I don't I I just I always loved this ride this attraction I loved experience i love the atmosphere i loved looking for all of like the hidden things like i heard that there was like a hidden c3po and r2d2 in the anubis yeah. scene that i always looked for um Jones. oh yeah you could never see it yeah <laughs> um but yeah and like the the hidden mini in like the hollywood sign i always looked for that but i could never find it so um but it, it was always fun to go on there and you know talk to the talk to the ushers and talk to the tour guide and everything like that and, um you could always tell that the people really enjoyed working there um, so i i really i really am sad that the ride is no more um and especially i'm not i totally understand why turner classic movies kind of took it over and made it their own 
but I definitely missed when it was Turner Classic Movies. I missed having more of the interaction with the tour guide. Yeah, um, it kind of felt like it was going the way of the backlot tour. Yeah, very the much. Over, it kind of felt like the end of the movie ride. Yeah, like like with backlot because backlot you used to have someone sitting there, didn't you? And, and mm -hmm. doing it, and then that turned into a, a um, onboard spiel. Yeah. Yeah, and I, like I, it, especially I went on it once or twice when Turner Classic Movies was there, and it always the the atmosphere was a lot different. It seemed not a, people weren't having as much fun because they weren't interacting with the guests as much, and they didn't get to have those you know uh, those um, spiels and things like that. So it was it was it was a bit more of a sadder time I felt when Turner Classic Movies took over, um, but it was always still fun to have that interaction with the bandit or with the gangster and, and yeah. um, you know, have have that experience of somebody still taking over your car. Um, yeah. Which was always fun. I think that's what people loved about it was yeah. that part. Because I know a lot of the time, a lot of people would request Bandit because you didn't get it very often. Yeah. There was no A vehicle, which was the front vehicle. There would definitely be a B vehicle. So a lot of people got a Bandit. It was like, if you got an A vehicle and you were a regular, it was like, oh my God, we got an A, we're gonna get a bandit. Oh my God. Yeah. And like people would specifically request to wait to have yeah. a bandit because it, it was like the elusive vehicle to have. Yeah. yeah, that's a lot of fun. I really, I really enjoyed that ride and, and it's sad that it's gone. I really appreciate you coming onto the show and talking about it. Oh, I could talk about Disney all day. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, that's good because you know we. I'm hoping that you'll be able to come back and we can discuss oh. other things. Well, oh yeah, definitely. I love perfect. That. Awesome. Thank you so much, Gemma. I really appreciate you coming on the show today. No problem. Thank you. All right. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming on to the show, Gemma. Now it's time to hear from you. We asked you if the Great Movie Ride was still around. What would you have liked to have uh, changed to it? If money or anything like that were no object. And you guys came back with tons of submissions, so let's get to it. Jen sent us an idea of she would have loved to have added more scenes from modern films. Imagine a Tron room. Now, when I heard this, I instantly thought of like the Tron light cycle, uh, not the roller coaster that's being built in Magic Kingdom, but just imagine a room with a Tron light cycle. I think that would be really fun. Um, if you could have it, it would kind of be like a mix between um, the Great Movie Ride and Test Track, where your Great Movie Ride vehicle is going off and then maybe a light cycle comes up and cuts in front of you and you can't cross the barrier or else your, your vehicle is destroyed. So you have to like veer off and, and go off on a separate path. Much like in Test Track, when you're going up just before you start doing your speed run, you go up and you're about to hit the semi-truck and your test track vehicle swerves out of the way. I think that would be a lot of fun. Uh, granted, you know, the great movie ride doesn't go near as fast as test track does, but I still think it would be a lot of fun to do that. Um, Jen, thank you so much for submitting that. I think it's a great idea. Now, Charlotte got back to us as well, and she agreed with Jen in that there should be some more scenes from more recent films. For example, Tarzan and Alien could have been updated the latter could have been a Star Wars theme, much like to what I said earlier with Gemma, or another sci-fi movie. And maybe some animatronics could have been updated. 
Although I didn't know a lot of the old movies, I love the ride and I love how it appreciated the classics. Now Charlotte, I completely agree. I think that um, the Aliens attraction could have had an update and I think it would have been really easy to change it into a Star Wars theme. Um, oddly enough, I kind of imagine what uh, Rise of the Resistance is like right now with the Kylo Ren coming through uh, different areas of the ride. I think that would be a lot of fun. You could also theme it back to the original trilogy with Darth Vader um, and have it um, be a scene from some point in the original trilogy. Um, I think that would be a lot of fun. Maybe maybe from like Return of the Jedi when uh, the Emperor Luke Skywalker and Darth Vader are all kind of fighting in the the end of the Death Star battle. I think that would be a lot of fun. Um, and as for uh, other movies, I do agree. Like I said, the Tarzan scene needs to be needed to be updated as well. Um, I don't really have an idea of what they could have put in there. It is a big space, so they would have had a lot of room to do something for sure. I really appreciate you submitting that idea, and please keep them coming. Now, Alexandria wrote, "Oh my gosh, what an amazing question! There's so much that you could have done with it. Uh, you could have gotten Marvel." Avatar, Star Wars, and Pixar all in there. Make it all of Disney's different brands. Now, Alexandria, I love this idea. I think you could totally do it for a Disney-themed or a Disney-themed great movie ride. You could kind of go through the chronological order of Disney movies and and the acquisitions that they have made with, you know, Star Wars and and Pixar and Fox and everything like that. Um, you could start out with Steamboat Willie in, in the Footlight Parade scene and just kind of go through chronological order of all the different Disney and Pixar movies and like the big hits that have come. Uh, I think that would be a lot of fun. Like one of the scenes you could shrink down to the size of a toy and go into Andy's room for Toy Story. Or you could, um, it's almost kind of like taking a whole bunch of different of the different aspects of all the parks because you could, it's like shrinking down to a toy in Toy Story Land or you could take, um, almost like an aspect of uh, Radiator Springs in Disney's California Adventure and put that in for a Cars attraction and you can have like, um, you know, a Mickey Mouse animatronic in there and you can keep Mary Poppins in there. I think that would be a great, great idea. So thank you so much for submitting that. Now, unlike Charlotte from earlier, Kristen said, let Turner Classic Movies come in and redo the rooms in full stage production quality open up the world of classic cinema to each generation that comes through. They have enough updated movies in their lives everywhere else, but could they tell you about Royal Wedding or Oklahoma? So that's a very valid point, Kristen. There's a lot of classic movies out there that I'm sure that some of the younger generation don't know about. I myself was a film major before I became a music major and started doing the podcast. Um, you know, a lot of the younger generation doesn't know about Citizen Kane or or um, historical movies like that, you know, maybe they might not even know of the silent movie era. Who knows? Um, but I think it would be, I think it'd be a lot of fun to have some of those classic movies in there as well and have, have it be a little bit more classic themed scenes as well. And then maybe that final kind of um, movie montage that they have at the end for the finale, maybe that could be a fun, updated movie cinematic version where you can kind of go through maybe like the movies from the 90s to now or the 80s to now and you just have a montage of a whole bunch of different movies because the great thing about 
the finale as it was, was it covered the whole generation of movies. Like there was Gone with the Wind in there and a whole bunch of other stuff. But if you have a whole bunch of different classic movies throughout the attraction, that finale film could just be for the more recent things. I really like that idea as well, Kristen. It was a really good one, so thank you. And lastly, one of my personal friends, Danielle, who I worked with at Safaris, almost wrote back with an essay of what she would have liked to have seen with the great movie ride. So Danielle said, first after entering Under the Marquee, we would enter a cinema. Silent films would be playing on the screen, and old Charlie Chaplin or Buster Keaton films would be playing. The ride vehicle would pause momentarily, as if watching, and then, in effect, the film would burst through the movie screen. The ride vehicle would then move through the screen and into the world of film. This would be the sound that catapults us into the talkies, as they say. We would continue our journey through some of the iconic black and white talkies. All sets, animatronics, props, etc. would be done in black and white, a la Casablanca, The Maltese Falcon, Citizen Kane, uh, It's a Wonderful Life etc. Now at this point the ride would pass by an old farmhouse with winds whirling about the ride vehicle perhaps. The ride vehicle would even spin before the ride vehicle would even spin before passing through a doorway into the colorful land of Oz, more specifically Munchkinland. Now the Wizard of Oz would be a turning point in the ride. The scenes which would follow would be in color, highlighting several of the most iconic films and moments from the 1940s to the 2000s. This would take some direction in planning, but span musicals, westerns, sci-fi, dramas, comedies, horror, etc. Within the latter part of this portion of the ride, we would reach the third phase, which would focus on the special effects era of film. Now I would think that this area as Star Wars until now, she says. I would hope that the ride could become very immersive here. Let guests feel as if they're battling through space on the Millennium Falcon, or encounter Marvel superheroes, etc. This part of the ride might have to implore more screens to be effective to help with the special effects genre. The ride would end with a classic The End or Finn and a credits corridor where we pass under scrolling credits. Now, Danielle, I love this idea for the ride concept. I think it is completely unique, 100%. Um, I think that, uh, I especially like the idea of having the scrolling credits corridor. So instead of having that final room where you're watching the, the film at the end, you could have the ride vehicles move slowly through this scrolling credits corridor. Think of like, Think of like the scrolling text in Star Wars when it's kind of going up the screen like that. You essentially would be going underneath it and it would be a scrolling credit that way. I think that would be a lot of fun. You could have a list of all of the Imagineers that worked on the ride, both original and this new one. I think that would be a lot of fun. Um, you could have, you know, really iconic people from special um, movies from that era as well. Or you could have really iconic actors as well. Uh, with some of the iconic roles that they played. So I completely love this idea. Thank you so much. Well, that's a wrap, folks. That ending is actually very fitting for this episode. Uh, all of these ideas were great. Thank you so much for submitting them. And if you do have any ideas for today's episode or even a future episode, head on over to our Facebook community and make a comment on there. You can also leave a comment down below uh, and let us know what you thought of today's episode or, like I said, if you have a future ideas 
a future idea for an episode, leave a comment there as well. We'd love to hear it. Now, please note that this podcast is not affiliated with Disney in any way. This is a fan-run show featuring fan art and submissions that is in no way any true representation of what may or may not happen with Disney in the future. Now, thank you so much for joining us here this week on the Blue Sky Lounge. And just remember to think, dream, believe, and dare yourself to use your imagination. Who knows what kind of blue sky thinking you can do from your armchair. Thanks.